Well done, Ian. Hello. Hey. Are you related related to Iris? (laughs) Why, of course. Of course I am. (laughs) Okay, how are you related to Well, in surname, of course. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) She's my sister. Brooke fell asleep. I'm not sure why she's not on right now. Um, so, uh, I think we have first on our list, um, the topic of online dating experts. Now, in a, in a break from tradition, this is not going to be by Ian Forrester, but some, what? oh no, wait, it's going to be I, by Ian Forrester. You know what, I don't want to say, I don't want to say, what's the problem, I don't know what the problem is, right? You know, it's something. I, I, I think it's it really interesting. And, uh, Okay. You know, so anyway, um I I'm basically doing this this new um next to next um relationship two aka used to be called Geeky and Sexy. It involves um some relationship experts. And so what I did is I stuck out um stuck it on Twitter. Ooh. Oh. Oh, um, <laughs> oh, it's Alan. Alan joined us. Hello, Alan. Hello. He's crashed we're, in. We're, we're, we're recording. We're, we're recording. That's Alan, better. I'm going I don't know, put you on mute, talk if you Okay, so, I put on Twitter um, that we need some relationship experts. And I was more joking than anything, because, uh, not relationship experts, sorry, um, like online dating experts, um, because my whole stance is that um, there isn't enough data out there to really make you an expert. Um, you could be an expert in maybe one site or a couple, but, you know, we just need people who just... Are quite happy to talk about this stuff, um, but it suddenly caused a massive stir. You know, kind of me going, "Oh, you know, people are like, oh, how can you call yourself a, an online expert?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, I'm not. I'm saying that we can all be kind of um, experts per, up to a certain point." 
So anyway, that's what it was all about, really. Well, th- this is the thing, yeah. Do you mean experts was, yeah, it's, it's using it's the about side data, or right? experts so in dating? I would say um, I, you know, I'm quite used to um, plenty of fish and okay, cupid, um, and there's quite a lot that I know. Lots of little tips and tricks. Um, this is a fish dating site. <laughs> yes. Is it tree dating site? You cut them in half and count the rings. It's, it's... <laughs> no. What? <laughs> um, so, you know, the, the whole point is that there's, there's not enough data out there to really understand this stuff really well. All that stuff's hidden deep within the um, individual companies um you know stores they don't like they don't make that available so it's really hard to call yourself an expert across the board and that's what i was trying to get go on now ian 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 have you ever seen have you ever gone onto youtube um yeah if you go onto youtube and look up, there's, there's a woman on there called Alexis K. Tyler. She runs a, um, a TV show in Atlanta called Vagina Power. Oh, um, man. It's on, it's on public access TV, and um, it's an amazing program, and she is an expert in relationships and also in spiritual sexuality and a variety of other things. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> I don't have her Wikipedia article in front of me, probably because it's been deleted. But anyway, um, uh, to quote from her, um, I ain't got no master's degree or PhD from academia, um, but I got a master's degree in being wow. paid by men, told everything I okay, heard by men. <laughs> That's the kind of expert you want. What's her, what's her name again? Alexis K. Tyler. It's mandatory viewing. It's mandatory viewing. On the Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Views on just about everything. Have what? Root sexuality, spiritual sexuality, or spiritual. Uh, I, can, I can imagine. I can see. Uh, well, she, she, she believes that. Um, Men have a certain <laughs> spiritual power with their penis, which they use to control women. Yeah, that's self-evidently true. <laughs> and then she gets into all sorts of bizarre, twisted logic about how you shouldn't, if if a woman is having sex with a man, she shouldn't let him get his penis right down into the root of her vagina, because it will then push the spiritual power oh, down man. in there. And then if you if, if you really want to get take an advanced level God, this can, this can be such a, you can have video on you can do such a terrible mash up with this like everyone can open it is like, 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 like as it grows because like the force is strong with this one. Well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway it's obligatory viewing if you've got I, a I, and you I, want I, to I think should be should be a matrix. How deep down the rabbit hole can you go? Oh, oh man! So long as you don't so, touch the vagina, you can do as long as you like. This is about online dating. This is not about sex, but um, oh, whoa, whoa. What's oh. we can go there if needs be. Um, I'll check her out though. <laughs> so I don't want to jump. 
I don't, I don't want to jump I too far ahead, but um, I, I gather yeah. that amongst various websites that got their passwords uh, stolen, hacked, shared, leaked this week was uh, eHarmony. So yeah. uh, if you're using that one, Ian, then you should uh, probably panic. No, I'm not using that. Um, that's the other thing is that to, this is one of the interesting parts, I think, is that if people say, oh, well, online didn't ever work for me, blah, blah, but each site is so unique. I mean, you know, you, you know this, Tom, for yourself. You know, there's certain sites where it's just like the people on there. I mean, like, for me, Plenty of Fish is a place where you can go and get, you know, can I get hooked up really quickly. But, you know, other sites like uh, OKQ. Yes, absolutely. Plenty of Fish is filled with you know, and this, this thing, so each one's very different. It's like, and this is the problem I have. People say, oh, well, online data never worked for me. It's like saying, well, you know, um, social network didn't work didn't work for me, and they've only just tried like MySpace. You know what I mean? Anyway, so, so anyway, that's, MySpace that's is a hookup site. Well, uh, this is actually where I'm leading. That ultimately, Facebook is the hookup site. Well, Facebook was supposed to be a hookup site. That's true, actually. That's, you, you, true. that's a very good point. That's a very good Face point. smash. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that's all I wanted to say about it, really. But there'll be more to come. Stop <laughs> it! Stop it, people! These experts, right? These experts, really? I mean, online dating experts. I mean, okay, there's some stuff to be said about like online dating experts. Like, there are. You know, people who know about relationships and sex and stuff like that, and some of them probably know a bit about online dating. Just yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like how to not suck at writing a profile and stuff like that. But while we're getting, when you're getting like the whole quack academic, I've got a psychology no, degree, so this therefore is, I'm an expert yeah, on so this is the thing, so human relationships. What we're people. aiming to do is just yeah, annoying. kind of. Um, get a, you know, a few different viewpoints and then point out that, you know, maybe those viewpoints, you know, either they're very generic, which, you know, it's like stuff like how to write a perfect profile, um, or they're they're very specific to a site um, and, you know, point out that each one's so different. So it just doesn't quite work out. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's... It's not just that, but it's also geographical. So, you know, um, I know, for instance, uh, a mate of mine in Canada uses plenty of fish just because there's nobody mm. in his area that um, uses anything else. Like, there's nobody on OkCupid there. And, like, also, if you look on the gay side, there's, like, you know, people yeah, in yeah, you're right. the US yeah. have just completely different okay. views about different So that, that was, that was it, really. That. Sorry, not as, quite as exciting as... Um... As it first sounded. So we added some excitement randomly that was nothing to do with the topic. <laughs> we could keep we could keep on the on on the on a very similar topic by moving on to Microsoft. Um, Microsoft. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Microsoft. The, the the big Microsoft story of the week. At the NDC, the Norwegian Developers Conference, Microsoft decided to uh, to have an Azure update. Now, for those who don't know, sort of 
Azure is Microsoft's cloud platform. iCloud. Sort of Microsoft's version of EC2. No, I know. I know. Yeah, it's like EC2. Um, yeah. it, it's slightly you know, better than uh, Dropbox. Uh, but well, it's, no, it's more of a developer-focused thing rather than... It's you can run or Ubuntu. You can, get you can now put Ubuntu on there, which I find deeply weird. But anyway, yeah. Anyway, you can now have Ubuntu servers on Azure, which is just like an admission defeat. But anyway, Azure. Anyway, so they had the Azure update, which is uh, they wanted to you know update all the Norwegian developers on. Um, all the changes they were making to Azure and all the improvements. So they decided to introduce this um, by staying true to the Microsoft legacy of embarrassing uh, dance routines and music oh, and no. having a bunch of dancing Azure girls come out on stage and dance Oh god, what? Um, you I'm a developer. No. This, this sounds quality. Uh, yeah. Um, developers, developer, developer, developer. No, it didn't actually have any reference to Steve Ballmer or the Monkey Dance, but it did. Oh. It did uh, include the um, phrase and it, uh, the words "micro" and "soft" and "applied to my penis" as one of the lyrics. And then on the screen at the, at the time, they had the word "penis," and then the in brackets it had "or vagina," and this, of course, has led to well. Let's be frank, a little bit of a shitstorm um, on the internet with people talking about how Microsoft uh, completely um, don't shit and go. And calling them sexist and so on and so forth. And uh, various people are pointing out that actually this isn't a Microsoft organized conference, that the NBC is, a separ- is, is an independent conference of .NET developers. But this was Microsoft's um, performance at said conference. And um, it's kind of slightly uncomfortable because, really? I mean, really, you need to have five dancing girls come out and make sex jokes in order to sell your uh, cloud mm. platform? I mean, this isn't Eurovision. Well, they didn't have sex in Eurovision. Apart from the golden showers at the end, but. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I think it was um, one of those corporate total snafus. I mean, they just didn't really think they—they they obviously hadn't either. They hadn't um, checked the, the lyrics, or they just—you know—they they just completely misjudged the whole thing. And, and I, I'm not at all surprised that people are complaining. And yeah, it's it's extremely tacky. And, and I mean, I've been I've been doing kind of big enterprise IT stuff for ten years, so I've seen some pretty pretty uncomfortable things but that was the, that's one of the worst I've come across I must say Is there a video of it on YouTube? There is a video on YouTube uh, I just the, the official Microsoft response is this week's Norve- Norwegian Developers Conference included a skit that involved inappropriate and offensive elements and vulgar language. Actively looking into the matter. Like trying to find the good rather than find the matter. <laughs> that's, that's wrong. That's so wrong. I, I, I just don't understand. I mean, like, you know, 
I, I, I give up. I literally do, you know. Especially because, like, Microsoft's got actually quite a good, or well, used to have a very good t- team, you know, trying to get uh, women into technology and, you know, you know just uh, all that stuff was completely just... Oh, man. And it's not like there hasn't been a big thing lately about the whole programmer thing and, and inappropriateness. Note to yeah. Me, um... The, the Dell conference that you spoke about a couple of weeks was it you not yeah well somebody spoke about it mm. you know, it's it, it, the whole point is everyone knows that you want women in in tech and you know we're not talking about trying to make it sort of politically correct and that it's just you just have to say let's not make it uncomfortable for women in tech you know let's not make them feel like they're they're women in tech let's just make them feel like pro- not make them you know what I mean let women feel like they're programmers they're not women programmers they're not girls and you know it's and, and and you think Microsoft would know better? Yeah. Yeah. This is, the, the, is the fact that it seems to be it seems to be everyone. We had the um, the the the, the, the um, API hackathon thing in in, uh, in um, Boston. Um, I forget what they're called, Scoot or whatever. And you know that's a small startup, you know, small company. And then the fact that also companies like Dell and Microsoft, mm. who you think would be completely fucking risk averse on stuff like this. I mean, you know, we've done hack days, bar camps and things like that. And the big companies that we've, you know, dealt with, um, including people like IBM and PayPal and so on, you know, you have to really work hard to convince them that, you know, it's not all going to end in disaster. Um... So uh, I don't know how how exactly this kind of got past. Uh, you think nobody learned anything from uh, the Yahoo hack, hack, um, past, uh, hack day they had years ago in, in the know. Far East? <coughs> and do you think? Oh yeah, nobody um, learned that from was that. A, that was a big clusterfuck when that happened. It's um, just not right. You know, it, it isn't right. Crazy, absolutely crazy. I, 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 I well. <sighs> That's all I can say. That's all I can say is, you know, hmm. What next? Okay, next. You won't get that at an mm. Apple conference. <laughs> oh, oh, don't you start. So what will we get at an Apple conference? Come on, we, we, we've had just about every piece of speculation. Well, that, that's just it. You just get speculation. You'll, you'll find out tomorrow. Um, I reckon... I reckon... I, I know what's going to happen at the Apple conference. Steve Jobs is going to rise again. They're going to go to the tomb, the tomb will be empty, and he will come around. He's going to get his iPhone out, he's going to open up an app, he's going to, it's going to be a remote control, and Steve's stuffed body is going to rise up from the stage like some sort of propeller helicopter. It's like that cat. Did you, you didn't hear about the cat. So what you're saying is that the cat was actually the prototype of what they're doing to Steve Jobs. <laughs> you know what, um, cat. So, actually, just... um. I'm in trouble now. There was, a, there was a, yeah. So on this, um, this great conference I was at, uh, Thinking Digital, uh, which I'm sure we'll get to at some point. Um, the fr- yeah, the, yes, that's right. Uh, the first speaker, um, I can't remember his name, but he used to be he used to work for Apple. He's quite a 
high-ranking person, and he was saying that um, Steve Jobs wasn't always right. Um, originally, he no. was going to call the the iMac the the Mac Man, and yeah, <laughs> the Mac Man. Yeah, or was it the yeah the Man Mac or Mac yeah Mac Man or something? It was something stupid like that. It was like and. Then, he went, no, 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 you should, you should call it I, iMac. And, and then in the end, Steve Jobs kind of went, okay, yeah, let's, let's call it that. So you, it could have been your um, your phone man and your um, your pad man and, you know, stuff like that. If you're, if it was up to Steve Jobs. Pod man. <laughs> yeah, your pod man, yeah. Which is what Apple people are anyway. Pod people. Pod people, <laughs> <laughs> no, it could be called mansions. Mansions. It could be like the uh, man tissues. It would be the. It would be the ultimate. Uh, <laughs> the ultimate music store. Man, retro oh, God's sakes, Tom. Oh man. <laughs> dude tunes. That'd be better. The dude pod. It's like. So next topic. Um, that's pretty much it. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Ed? LinkedIn. Okay. Passwords. Oh, passwords, yes. There's been a lot of stuff. LinkedIn. 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 Well, so LinkedIn. LinkedIn have- LinkedIn has had a very, very bad week, right? So they, first of all, they got Sorry. accused of having their iOS app send all your calendar information up to their servers, which they almost immediately, very quietly, sneaked out a little fix to that that that, that kind of said something to do with fixes calendar issues. But whilst at exactly the same time, the entire world was going nuts because six point five million um, usernames and or passwords have been leaked on the Russian forum or something, and they were just SH8, one encrypted and not salted, and all kinds well, of other rubbish. Um, can I speak for a moment? Yeah, go on. Can you steer, hear me okay? I can hear you. The thing is, all about this LinkedIn, when it came through and all the rest, I thought, who gives uh, <laughs> what, what is this, a rat's a rat. So, so why do you, why why is that, Alan? Because <laughs> who uh, actually I, I, uses LinkedIn? Everyone. Uh, okay, so so I think I think it's a yeah. I think it's a very much depends on your line of business, and and I can understand you possibly saying that, but certainly I use it quite heavily. Mm. In, in sort of so, in what way then? It annoys it annoys me because every pretty much every single person who is likely to be listening to this, or five of you, um, probably have a family member Wait, who... Are, are we missing the point? The point is not who uses LinkedIn or why uses LinkedIn. The point is that people account. do use LinkedIn and they've got their passwords out and not everyone who uses LinkedIn is going to have the mouse to have separate strong passwords for every site they have. 
Right, exactly right. That's exactly right. That's ex- and that's a huge problem. I, I'm constantly trying to educate my own family members yeah. on, and they just don't get well, it. There's a password generator in the store, um, and even then, I still went back and changed my LinkedIn password. I use four three two one for every single password. <laughs> If you go to Google and type in something like how strong is my password, there's actually um, a website which just has a JavaScript thing which tells you roughly how long using, you know... Which might just add it to the dictionary. ...apart the password you type in. And the fact that you can... Okay. Uh, no, I've looked at the source code. It doesn't. But... The fact is, is that it basically, you know, you, you you type your password in, and it will tell you this will take about six seconds for you know somebody with a GPU to crack, and um, that tends to scare them shitless. Um, no, 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 no the, six seconds is a massive amount of time for one person. Yeah. Something about it. Uh, I I think the problem is, yeah, is that I I I, I think <coughs> scaring them shitless is interesting, but um, we really do need to find a real good solution because. End of the day, you know, um, I, for example, use keypads, but for most people, they just, you know, all they want to do is they want to get access to that site, yeah. and... Um. <laughs> if only we had some kind of decentralized authentication system, which would allow you to delegate your identity... Tom, that's science fiction. You know that cannot exist. <laughs> oh, no, wait. The UX designers who like... It, it, we had one, and then a bunch of people were like, yeah, 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 yeah. You just don't have to your so let's not do that. I think that's how it happened, yeah. Whatever happened to that's why we don't do This is what happened. This, yeah, this, this is in, in spite of the fact but actually, remember when Facebook said you can choose the URL of your profile and everyone was up at like 5 o'clock in the morning trying to get their fucking URL reserved? Uh, but users don't know what URLs are, right? Fucking retarded. You are all fucking <laughs> retarded. <laughs> so, 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 so has anybody booked a list for every site? And my password was in that list of passwords uh, that did get leaked out. So someone technically now has my password. And uh, according to the instructions, um, if the password is prefixed with a load of zeros, it means someone has actually cracked it. So my password for LinkedIn has actually been cracked. I've changed it. So, so what? But, I mean, what do you expect that to be a problem for? Well, um, do you think someone's going to... Okay, someone's got some like vast tens of hundreds of thousands of... Well, um, what, do you think they're just going to sort of try randomly to well, copy the same, try the same thing on Twitter or something? Yes. I mean, it doesn't really mean very yes. well, it might do, but so what? Then you'll just throw them off. It doesn't actually mean very much. I mean, it's, it only has a meaning if you have no idea that it's happened and that they don't communicate. If they communicate... You just go, oh, okay. There's a vague, vague risk for you know. Oh, maybe I'll need to change my password. Password on different sites. It just no. What it what it means is what it means is that they've now seeded their bloody like rainbow table pre-cached hash type stuff with six point eight million more passwords once they've cracked that lot, which they're now actually in use by humans. Which means that the next time somebody wants to crack their way into something. 
they've got a fairly big leg up. Which is a good also, thing. it might prompt people into yeah, using the same like. passwords on hundreds of different websites, which would be nice. As I said, uh, um, it, actually, I've been going through and doing mine because uh, mine was on there, and I had it. Uh, I was using it as a low. I was using because I don't particularly give a shit about LinkedIn. I was using my low security password for it, and uh, I had it on fifty other sites. So I've been going through those and fixing them all and generating uh, site-specific passwords for each one, which I keep in one <laughs> password and blah 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 blah. And the vast majority of people aren't going to do that. They're going to use whatever the name of the family pet or wife or you know whoever and they'll put a number one after it and then that'll be it and we'll still be fucked but I thought it was funny the next day I got about six uh, scam emails saying oh click here to have your LinkedIn password checked or reset and of course I didn't but you could tell because somebody's actually trying to you know use that as a a way to to find out other people's password details and go on fill in what's what is it I'm trying to say? Well, they're low life. We're out there trying no, to. Pray. Nobody ever, nobody ever really knows what you're trying to say, Alan. So we just <laughs> let let you say. <laughs> so I got some <laughs> spam scam emails purporting to be from LinkedIn, saying, "Don't worry." Your password is safe. Just click here. Type in your LinkedIn password. <laughs> Trust no one. No, they didn't use my username, but they used username the, my well, email address. And I said, "Dear Mister." Yeah, they were. They're phishing, phishing emails. They were. Was it Richard Dawkins who put in one of his books once, as a sort of proof of, of, I don't know, probability theory or something, uh, the code on his bike lock, uh, saying, well, nobody will ever know what and where, you know, and obviously somebody makes his bike. <laughs> and somebody put that in. I bet you somebody like six corpses is like, I'm going to make his bike just to prove that I care. Why would he lock his pin up? It was his bike lock. Oh, oh, pin would be oh man! <laughs> I bet his pin up's a picture of the Pope. Well, I don't know. Somebody, somebody doesn't take a photograph of it on Pinterest. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> do you think uh, it'll do some good in that it'll raise the profile again for people to think, "Oh, is my password secure? Should I yeah. do something about it?" I think that's the best. Maybe there'll just be lots more people saying, what, what was LinkedIn for anyway? Because most people said, shall I change my password, but what was it for? You know. No. No, here's, so there's a few things. First of all, it's actually, I've been going through and helping family members change their password. And every time I get across one which manages to send me back the password in plain text, I send them a pre-written email telling them they're full of shit and they need to stop doing that because it's wrong. And hey, look at LinkedIn. They lost all their customer passwords. And that's a really fucking stupid idea and you shouldn't be like them. Also, the Data Protection Act. I hope, I hope you um, include um, uh, a link to plaintextoffenders.com in there as well. I haven't, but I didn't know that existed. But now that I do know it existed, I will go and submit a whole load of sites which I now know are plain text offenders. <laughs> but no, the other thing which it raises for me is 
you know, LinkedIn, now just this is kind of brand perception to me, but LinkedIn always seems like this grown up of all these social networking sites. You know, it's a business site. It's, you know, this kind of enterprisey thing rather than all these basically web 2.0 programmer kids churning out social network of the week. This is like, you know, very like, you know, grey suited, enterprisey sort of thing. The sort of thing that people use Microsoft Outlook to use. And, you know, they always seem like, it seems like the sort of place where they'd actually do security properly, rather than do it in a really half-assed way, because they're too busy playing with no-sequel toys or whatever. But evidently, that yeah, it is a complete So do you, think, um, do you think that the person, so, the hacker who exposed all these passwords would be kind yeah, enough in another couple of weeks to reprint the list showing the updated passwords so you can see which ones have changed and which ones are still the same? No, because the Russian mafia will kill him. <laughs> you think so? I have a funny feeling they're not going to be able to get that one. No, I have a funny feeling that LinkedIn... They've already done that. They, they, they already are talking they're about they're an enhanced done. password security, <laughs> oh, which is basically minimum required. But yeah. You mean normal security, <laughs> yeah. How did the person break in to begin with? Probably ask good. someone for the file. Good. <laughs> yeah, good question. Good question. They probably went on the server and took them, like everyone else. So, so they can do that again? No, obvious, obviously they just connected to uh, my Select server. Away that Surely it's, there we go, it select just, passwords. You know, oh, there they are. Surely it was Mongo or something cool. Anyway, um, no, it was... Redis. No, 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 it was uh, <laughs> so, Last um, of them also got hacked. And um, who else? Oh, Absolute Radio, which is a site that obviously everyone uses. It's just an email saying that my, my account's been compromised. So it's awesome. And, and also, um, all these social media sites getting hacked. Also, right. dating site. Yeah, eHarmony. eHarmony. What actually has, has anyone been doing anything about it? I feel quite good to get a data out to actually start to do some analysis. <laughs> hey, some Australian hacker had Grinder uh, a while Grindr? back and leaked all the photos uh, online, which was quite amusing. Don't ask. Okay. <laughs> if, 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 if you suddenly find yourself. In the middle of nowhere, yeah, and needing some cock. Grinder is the iPhone app. Okay. There's also coffee grinder. If you want coffee and the same thing. What I actually want is I want a thing which would be like a geek version of Grinder. So you're yes. in the middle of nowhere and you want to argue with somebody about Windows or you know Windows or Mac or. I, I you know, they really, I mean, I remember sites that, you know, I, I looked recently, there's some sites that still don't provide HTTPS 
um, of the logins. It's like, are you for real? You know, in 2012. Was it Yahoo Mail that did that? You know what scares me? The thing which scares me the most at the moment, security-wise, is the fact that I can edit... I've said this before, but the fact that I can edit common.js on Wikipedia scares the living shit out of me. The fact that someone can steal my laptop or, you know, whatever, somehow get access to my account or one of the 700 other admin accounts, some of which are run by some real idiots. Uh, sorry, I'm not allowed to say that. Uh, but, um... Who don't even use HTTPS because it's too complicated. <laughs> um, uh, they can edit the jobs running on want, Wikipedia. Want, I think you want to edit this bit As now I said, because now you're going to be stalked. You're going to be stalked by the Republican Party. No, 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 no. I'm saying this. I'm saying this as a way to 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 force various people into giving a shit about this problem and fixing it so that I can't edit common.js because as I said it scares I mean I love being able to edit you know I I would the, the thing I would love to do most I mean it would pretty much destroy my quote unquote Wikipedia career in one fell swoop but inserting some uh, some code into common.js that does something like it and have it run on the fifth most popular website in the world would be fun for about half an hour um <laughs> I don't want to do that, but I can. Uh, this is Tom, whose introduction that um, over the year said, I'm a Wikipedia admin, just to prove it. Look, I'm going to delete this article. <laughs> you have been deleted. I thought it was quite classy. <laughs> that was quite classy. No, that only proves that I'm a cunt. Um, yeah, next topic. Uh, <laughs> right, next topic. What's next? Ted, TEDx. We're doing this topic so Tom can have an excuse to talk some more, right? So can no, someone explain what TEDx is? It's like TED, but with an X. What is TED? Oh. It's people talking at a vast cost. And people paying a vast cost to go and listen to them. <laughs> yeah, just let it confuse <laughs> anyway, I believe that Ian wants to say mean things about me, okay. so that you should let him no, know. No. Ian, you don't want to say mean things what about I'm me? Go on. Is that, um, I guess what, what, what it boils down to is that um, I, I'm not trying to defend Ted, uh, I'm not defending PopTech, but I'm defending um, great conferences like Thinking Digital. Um, who, if you actually go to it, um, you it's actually incredible, and it's amazing things that I've said, amazing things that I've done, and it doesn't cost as much as, as uh, it went near the price of, like, TED and Top Tech and all those lot, you know? And it's in Newcastle, for people's sake, you know? I mean, there's some amazing speakers that are kind of pulled out of, um, out of nowhere, you know, and who wouldn't appear on TED, or may not appear on TED until until now. Um, real passionate speakers. Yeah, I, I have to I have to agree. The super early bird uh, ticket for um, thinking digital next year is only two hundred pounds. Okay, what, 
Well, there's a, there's a TEDx in Parliament, and actually that's £60, which I thought was quite high, but now hearing that there's still tournament, there's still, there's still companies at £2,000. Don't understand, it's costings. Well, well, okay, but what's, what do you expect it to be? Because you know, for that, for £200, you get um, a, you know, a top-notch um, venue with all, brilliant Wi-Fi. I mean, literally, you know, people always say Wi-Fi is always a problem. I've never had a problem, like last, this year, sorry, there was no problem with the Wi-Fi. It was perfect throughout. But, but Ian, are these corporate events or these personal events? I mean, obviously they're not related. Corporate event is going to be paid by a company, so you don't give a shit how much it costs. But individual events where they expect, like, normal humans to go, why would they be charging £200 plus? Unless it's something like, you know... Something you're personally very interested in, like beekeeping, and there's only one or two a year. So, okay, uh, I, okay. What I would say is that um, it's yeah, it's it's kind of it's between the two, and even if I wasn't at the BBC, I would still go. Yeah, I would. I mean, I'd definitely be signed up for the early bird. Yeah, I mean, you don't really want to pay that sort of mu- that sort of money yourself. I mean, some of these are complicated, but I don't know how they're ex- how what they're expecting people to sort of pay, whether they're actually just expecting corporate entrance or not, or they think, yeah, two, three hundred pounds is perfectly reasonable to pay for a day's conference, which just seems absurd. But Yeah, sorry, to be fair. Yeah. But I mean, with a minimal amount of sponsorship, you should be able to knock the price down, as Barcamp has proved time and time again, to near enough nothing. And there's nothing wrong with charging... But if it's but if it starts to cost sort of you know north of fifty pounds, you've got to have a reason. Can I just add one thing in their defence? What I have noticed with thinking digital TEDx and TED, a lot of the content is available freely afterwards through videos and such. So in in a way, they're making it accessible to anyone. In their defence. Which is a good thing. Yeah, but so so pretty much every conference on the, the difference is these days. Like these are speakers that you, know, you would actually want to sit and watch. Where there's, 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 no, I disagree as well. I disagree. I disagree. I, I disagree. I'd actually rather listen to somebody who knows what they're talking about. Uh, yeah, give me the... a detailed technical discussion rather than listening to Malcolm Gladwell hand wave for 15 minutes if you don't have a technical audience what's the point of giving a technical don't presentation well. could you repeat that I didn't... Yeah, I'm not saying my what I'm saying is that I'm not. I personally have absolutely no interest. No, in but these I things. think okay. And, so this um, is the point, right? It's the point. I, um, I think you're being far too short. Is. Uh, uh, what's the word? Um, just too short focused, or you know, to, to say, oh, it's not technical. I have no interest in that. That just sounds like. No, I have interest in. My, I have a problem. with the um, the kind of epistemic form of these like sixteen minute talks, which are intended to give an executive summary of some very very important area of human culture or scientific research or whatever it might be, to in in this kind of hyper compressed format, um, I find that 
slightly condescending and dramatic, and it uh, devalues the complexity and kind of destroys the actual meat. Um, no, no, no. I, I tell you why the, um, the difference is. Yeah, is like that, that. yeah. Um, this is so. For example, uh, I heard a talk from the guy um, doing iWire. Have you heard of that? Um, who's so iWire is basically. Do you mean one wire? No, iWire. I iWire is basically that they're trying to map out all the different um, how the wire how the the wiring of the uh, connections within the brain, and they're trying to work out um, what you know the different types of wiring and how and how that changes people's personality and stuff. And okay, I was thinking something else entirely. Okay, um, and the, the the key thing about that is that that's something that. I heard about before, but you know, um, never really kind of got the the full gist of it by reading um, in my newsreader. You know, like a quick thing to hear the person actually talk about it, even for fifteen minutes, um, was really intriguing. And and now I'm going to follow up, and I'm going to meet him uh, in London next week to talk about it in much more detail. So it doesn't have to be this fifteen minute summary. Or eighteen minute summary, and that's the end of it. It can go on, you know. But it seems to me that it's a lot of it is just a replacement for. No, there's just too much stuff out there. Yeah, what basically this is the key thing, right? Stuff like uh, you know, and I'm not saying well, I will say Ted, but other ones that. They're giving you their editorial highlight of what they think is really interesting, you know. They're giving you a no, no, that's over, that's over not that's not right. It's sexy yeah, and so not giving you for any example, depth at all. No, it's not right. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I I I trust what her Kim, you know, I, I trust his editorial um, kind of uh, waiting. Um, and that's kind of what makes up the conference, you know. I can't really talk about TED much more because I've not been to one, obviously. Um, but in the same way as TEDx, you know, we when I kind of created the um, who was going to talk, then you know that was you know people trusted that what I was kind of saying was was worthwhile listening to. Um, they were trusting you know, me. Sure, yeah. but I don't have a problem with the, the curation aspect of it. I have a problem with the the way that it, the only way to get through to apparent... I mean, you have to remember with Ted, with Ted, it's supposed to be the smartest people on the planet. And the only way you can get through to the smartest people on the planet is to compress everything yeah, that, okay, that's, into 18-minute YouTube videos, essentially. That's what we're talking about. We're talking... The YouTubeization right. of intellectual well, intellectual discourse, discourse. <clears throat> and the fact that the fact that basically well, intellectual discourse that's basically what it's done. Instead of having, you know, you go to you go to a, a, a public lecture, you go to you know, I, I you know, you go to a university lecture and you get to listen to some really smart person go on for an hour and a half, two hours in depth 
defend their thesis from critical questioners, or you can go along and listen to somebody talk for 18 minutes Next. and get everyone applauding. And then, it's a talking you know, shop. Uh, and now for something different. It's basically, like, it's 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 a talking. It's not just a talking shop. It's the fact that it's the it's the uh, it's the TV news trick, isn't it? It's the and now. So you so you, so you just about eighteen minutes of you just yeah. about the kind of the the, yeah. the the idea of minimizing everyone down to a certain amount of time. I mean, yeah, this is this is what RSS does. No, that's specifically down to ten. Celebrity aspect of it is the fact that it's the fact that they have to. No, because look, no, because look at for, no, for example, all these conferences. There's a whole performance thing. If you had a guy, if you had something, I know, like I went and listened to John McDowell, who yeah. probably nobody's heard of. He's a well-known philosopher. He wrote a book called Mind and World many years ago. Um, very, very interesting guy. Lots of very interesting things to say about perception. And you know all sorts of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he came and gave a talk at Birkbeck College in London recently, and he did uh, two one and a half hour talks on um, Friday night, Saturday night, and afterwards he had you know some really really wickedly smart people um, ask him kind of really probe into what he was saying, and uh, and he's a, a very I can just imagine. Someone like that, who is you know, kind of very very well respected in in the academic world, going along to TED, giving a very very soft spoken presentation um, about the sort of things he's interested in, and they're giving a shit because it hasn't been well, uh, okay, well, 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 it hasn't well, been well. sort of uh, hype. Talk, it hasn't been yeah, I, I get what you, I get, I get, what, I get what, of a YouTube I get, entertainment. Okay, I get what you're saying. Talk, right, but for example, right, um, I can't remember her name, it. but she she spoke at Thinker Digital, and all, yeah, she was talking about how um, how she was fostering communities in her little village, and it was incredible. It was an incredible talk. It was one of the best talks out there. And once again, it was one of those talks that if you saw it on on YouTube, you'd be like, "Oh, okay, uh, you know," but you didn't get a real passion of what, of you know, of what she was really after. And you know, also there was a talk at TEDx, um, oh Bradford, yeah, TEDx Bradford, um, who was a, it was a science, oh, sorry, sorry, um, it was a, a lecturer, a camera of what, but he was talking about. Uh, world security and um, and it was incredible. I mean, literally the the air sucked out of the room. You know, was I mean, it was just like everyone after his talk. There was literally everyone was like, "Holy shit, we're fucked," you know. And once again, it's one of those talks that yeah, you know, when you watch it later, you won't really get the feel for for it, you know. And that's why I, I think something like TEDx is actually quite good because it, it brings those talks into the real world. You can actually experience them in real life rather than on um, on. on Let's YouTube. face it, they can afford to charge these high prices because well, people no, are mean, prepared to pay. And if they weren't... No, the people who are going... Well, the corporate well, that ultimately, pay, that's, that's what, true. Oh, that's what Tom's trying to say. Well, no, people do pay a lot of money to go to... 
uh, non-corporate uh, t- uh, things as well. Um, I, I'm I'm just always, I'm have, always surprised if that's the case, that but it is the case. The main benefit of these conferences is, is like the main benefit of other conferences. Not so much the presentations on the stage, it's the corridors. Who you get to meet, who you get to see. Uh, networking, yeah. So I think, you know, I, I do think Ted, I mean, I always thought Ted has always been, it's always quite a, um, I didn't really like Ted, yeah, you know, from the very beginning, but TEDx is interesting, and I am concerned that they did um, cut off that that video um, for whatever reason. Um, my, no, the, the my point no, it doesn't have to be. Is it it's a, without the interaction? It, yeah, but, but it no, is. No, 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 you're wrong. The, you're wrong. The, that's the thing. Have that, you... That's the thing I really think that these these conferences are missing. Is there's no. This, 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 Wait a minute. Have you ever been to a TEDx? The, just the interaction. Well, the that's that that's the problem. People, you're watching videos. If you not, actually go I to one, so for example, the TEDx Manchester, we spend you know it, 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 it did free talks. Then uh, there's about half an hour for networking and meeting people and talking about stuff, and that's the us. No, I'm, I'm. What I'm talking about is the fact you go along to bar camp, you can sit, you can you can put up a session. You know, I remember there was a session a while back at a bar camp, and it was HTML5 was just kind of coming onto the scene. People were starting to talk about HTML5. And so we had a, a, a discussion uh, at Barcamp, I can't remember which one, it was Barcamp London or something like that, and somebody just wrote down on a card, let's talk about HTML5, and stuck it up there, and a bunch of people turned up, and just you know, you're it. inspirational <laughs> speaker, you know, it's just, it's just, we, you know, we, we can talk about these things, and have intelligent, reasonable discussions. Agreed, agreed, and that's, yeah, that's what I'm doing with like bullshit. yeah, relationship 2.0. It's not about the celebrities. It's not about. It's about just here's a, here's something. Let's talk. You know. However, um, TEDx doesn't have to be about celebrities. If you look at some of the TEDx's, I'm not sure about the ones in London, but the ones up here in the north, they're not celebrities. They're people. You know, everyday people. People. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the way that things like TEDx, sorry, the way that things like TED, and also the way that a lot of conferences like that work, is that you know, and you see this at all sorts of conferences, um, where it's about having an inspirational speaker, you know, a, and you think, well, it doesn't actually matter yeah, exactly. what the content of what they're saying is. It's just the fact that they have to be inspirational. And, you know, you go along to things. I remember going along and, you know, things like uh, Web. You know, I got a, a press ticket for Web a few years ago. And, you know, we had to have inspiration. They were inspirational people. You know, politicians. Well, okay, yeah, I, 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 I'll just point out. Right. Thing, but it's, go on. Yeah, but but and 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 don't, it's not just the Lloyd thing. It's the fact that everything has to become about inspirational speakers, 
the speaker is the celebrity the speaker is the you know the, it's, it's 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 kind of a church service really but you know that's what it is yeah yeah it's it's, 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 it's a move to towards man, we want know, to reach as many people to... as possible by inspiring them not we want to get an interesting argument or information out to whoever's willing to pick it up it's sort of turned on its head so it is just like delivering a message because yeah let's be inspiring because that's the way we'll move this message not which is the wrong way around there was a there was a there was a thing recently actually it was a while back there was a there was an article about ted um i forget what it's called but it was basically saying the thesis of the thing was that um ted is the is the education brand of the 21st century and ted is the 21st century what harvard was to the 19th century (laughs) Right, and 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 what that's that's not the, the thing. The the reason the reason I was interested in this article is it said the reason the the, the author of the article said the reason I find TED interesting is every day there's this new TED video and it gives me this sort of dopamine hit, you know, at lunchtime when I'm watching it at work. What you're not getting actual intellectual content here. Nothing actually that you can go home and say. Well, you know, I'm going to change my view on X, Y, Z. I'm going to do this differently. I'm going to, I'm going to rethink this. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to change how I view the world. I'm going to have to do this differently. Now I've had my dopamine hit for the day, um, and uh, and that's all good. I'm inspired. I'm pumped up. You know, and you know when what, yeah. they have these bloody motivational things in the states. You know, we get motivated. There was a thing a while back. George W. Oh, right. okay, speaking okay. at the Get I, Motivated conference in I, Dallas I get it. or wherever I, it was. I, I, I get it, I get it. George W. Bush motivated. Okay, I, I get it, I get it, I get it. But, Tom, right, I, I seriously, and I, and I know I said this before, I know Cristiano hates me for saying this, and I think you said it, I, I hate you for Okay, you're, you're listening too much to, like, the, the popular press and look at that stuff. And you're not seeing some of the more ground, the grassroots stuff that's actually going on. So I'd highly recommend. No, no, I highly recommend you come up and check out some of the TEDx's happening up in in the north to get a real feel for what they. What is North? What well, the, 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 the TEDx in Newcastle, yeah, they've basically just, they've taken a concept and they've run with it and they've gone in a different direction. And yes, TED does say no questions, no this, no that, but they've kind of gone off and they've done something quite different, you know, and it does, it does, it does uh, attract speakers that are not motivational or whatever, you know, all that bullshit, you know, they're just... People just telling, just yeah, but but you're already describing them as speakers. Ian. I, that's not what I'm saying, Ian. Ian, everything has every every the whole thing turns the people into inspirational, whatever. No, 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 right? the bit that, the bit that like, turns them into. I've I've watched um, I've watched these te- I've watched TED talks and TEDx stuff from people who are really really you know there are various people who all the way from professors of philosophy 
all the way down to like YouTube vi uh, video bloggers, and they have you know they go and do a TED talk, they have to or a TEDx talk, um, uh, you know, mm. and they have to conform to the format. Yes. You know, the media is the message. It's it's the the the, the message of TED so, talk. So so then the, change, the it, change it, change it. That's what it becomes. I, 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 I don't need to. There are already plenty of interesting conferences on topics that I actually care well, about, which I can go to. I go to things, you know, I go yep. to, I go to bar camp where I, I like get to, to go to bar camp. I go to Wikimania because, you know, I get to go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, although even if I had to pay, I probably, you know, I, I would be going, um, um, somehow. Uh, there's academic conferences I go to. There's all sorts of things I go to, and I much prefer them. They don't get the the backing of, you know, media times, and they don't get written up in the New York Times as you know the hot new thing. Um, but you know, for all the money which people spend on going to these conferences, if they actually wanted to go to these things, you if you actually wanted to get, you can get. Well, put it this way: there's so much going on in London that's free to attend. You know, there's no re if you if you're li living in London and you want to to, uh, to get an education for free, you can do so just by going to conferences and and um, events which are put on free events and, and put even on by some universities. Not done by university. Um, but people don't go to those because you have to look on the websites, and you know it doesn't get served to you with okay. the sixteen minutes. Well, I mean, there there are there are perfectly you know more more mature quotes, uh, things like Guardian Open Weekend. I mean, that has the spe you know, list of interesting speakers, but they didn't try and charge you. They allow people to speak for an hour, with the idea being, if you're interested, why would you not want to listen to somebody who you know they let Clay Shirky talk about talked an hour about you know how newspapers are going to make exist in the future I mean, that's very interesting but i mean in 15 minutes why would you want to listen to that you know anyway we better pause to an end i guess I, I, we need to sit down and do a real go at this one day but go on um it's, it's getting late so aliens is on aliens is on i'm actually has been has been on before. As I said, if I if I miss the bit with Vasquez doing chin ups, um, I'm going to be upset. Aliens gives me nightmares. Yeah, I can't watch it. Film. Aliens, the film. What the channel, actually, Channel about? Four, which means it's on Four Plus One. That's all right. I can oh, watch it. okay, right. I just want to see the bit where she goes, put her in charge, then. Vasquez is actually bit. the same uh, actress as Johnson and Stockholm. I can't remember put her in charge. I when gonna... when uh, they say that, that the girl's got more mental strength than you have, they put her in charge. Oh, that's very good. Having said that, Aliens is better than Prometheus. She's John Connor's stepmom in, yeah. in really Terminator 2. Prometheus. Oh, it, it looks. Uh, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, right. So let's call this talk quick then. Oh. Um, um, yeah. We did have two other topics on the list, which was Blackberry Playbook. Well, why would well, anyone, I, 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 what no. happened okay. to me? But 
I've, I guess I've got. <laughs> what just happened? No, you had, no, you're going to tell us what happened to you involving the Blackberry playbook. Did somebody force you? Did to it drop on your foot? What you is it? So I was over there um, because yeah, I, you blanked me. I didn't. I didn't blank you. I, you bastard! You blanked me. Hold on, a minute, I didn't blank you. I, I, you just got to me and say I'm a beezer. I was sat right in front of you, waving. Did, did you say to me I'm a beezer? Did you recognise me? No, I did. you say I'm an abuser? Sorry, what did you say? Wait, wait, you didn't recognise me. Seriously, okay. You said you didn't recognise me. Hold on, hold on, seriously, right? You didn't know what you look like. I'm really bad at remembering people, people's names, okay? That's the honest truth, yeah? Since two years ago, yeah, I've been really bad at remembering people's names. So, unless you compliment me and say, I know you, my name is, you know, then I will not remember who you are. And that's because of two years ago. And that's the okay. honest truth, okay? Um, but, all right, no, no, fair so when you said hello to me, you didn't realise I was me. I, I, was a... I reckon it's because you weren't wearing cool trainers and he just <laughs> blanked you. Like, you're, you're, they're not the latest night trainers. I don't know this guy. Okay, next time, Ian, I shall come back with your friends and I'll leave you Seriously, Yeah, I'm a beast. You know, you know why? And I'm proud to be a right? It was dark, and I'm dark. No, it's like, not that. Like, no, seriously. <laughs> no, seriously. You know why? You know why? I don't remember. He's not Theresa May. <laughs> you, you do seriously know why? I don't. Right. Do you, do you seriously know why? I don't remember. Don't joke about our equalities, Minister. No. Okay. You, we've met you in. I've met, we've met enough times. Yeah, but, but when? When was that? Bar camps? Yeah, how long ago? A couple. I remember you. You yeah, ask Abiza, right? Okay, hold on. Listen, right? You know what happened to me two years ago, right? Ah, good point. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. People, people forget that. Yeah, I just okay. don't remember. Literally, that everything before. Yeah, I remember bits. I, remember, I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's why I'm telling you, come up to me and say, I'm no, Abiza. Yeah, you say, uh, and this is why I didn't want to make you feel bad, but you you should feel bad because it's like, yeah, I, okay. I tell people, do okay, I've say. been a dick, I've pulled your leg, fair enough. I feel bad, okay, you feel uh, bad, right. fair enough. See, no, okay. Right, okay, sorry, so the Blackberry Playbook, right. Anyway, we were going to talk about the Blackberry Playbook. Right, sorry, okay, so this, uh, Blackberry Playbook, I got asked by back on the uh, over-the-air staff if I can come up and play my pacemaker, my, um... And there was a chance that BlackBerry wanted um, me to DJ on their new playbook, or their old playbook, using the new pacemaker software. Um, right, yeah. And I oh, agreed, yeah, but I they had it. to. The agreement was that I would get sent the playbook. Cause I was in Newcastle. They were sent it to me so I could play with it a couple of days before. So I can get a feel for it. That never happened, right? Got there. I had to transfer all my tunes to the playbook, which wouldn't accept um, mass storage. Um, the mass storage protocol um, with Ubuntu. Um, and it wasn't because of Ubuntu. It's because of they just had some weird thing going on. Anyway, um, I started DJing with my pacemaker. 
Uh, everything was fine. I was playing some like some quite chilled out tunes, Cafe de Mar, you know. Um, and then they said, "Oh, you know, I know that one." Yes, and they said, "Oh, can you um, DJ with this play, play, uh, playbook? You know, now to all the tunes." So I had to play with it, and it was absolutely shocking. Um, it was so bad. I got a massive blog entry by it. Anyway, they promised, well, not promised, they did say, um, as part of doing um, doing it, we'll get your playbook to keep, and um, and you can then, you know, uh, use it, um, you know, be on the beta. They, now, to be honest, they didn't say they were definitely going to do it, but they were, they said they were, it was, there was a good chance that that would happen. Um, after I wrote, the, wrote, I wrote a massive blog entry, basically slacking off um, the playbook. <laughs> well, like everyone else, and, slacked it off. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, you're and, not and on your own. So they, they took real offence to the whole thing, and they're not going to send me the playbook anymore. I am literally public enemy number one for, for BlackBerry. They, they, they do not want to talk to me, they don't want to they just don't. Ian, 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 it's very simple. You find the head of Blackburn UK. Rimshot! Do the rim jokes! Jeez. Oh, God. I've been out pumped by Tom. You wasted all that time just to do they're that. They're probably really nice Canadians as well. Uh... Just with no business acumen whatsoever. I wasn't that bothered about the playbook. It's just that I wanted to. I like the idea of the pacemaker, and I love my pacemaker, but that's obviously never going to get developed any further. So I wanted to use the software, but you know, the the guys have decided to. And actually, the, the pacemaker guys are actually quite good about the whole thing, and um, they they're kind of actually going to probably send me one anyway. Um, maybe, but Rib are just like, no, do not, I do not want to have anything to do with this guy ever again. Yeah, because, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that was, that was a crux of it. That is, that is unfortunate because Playbook is such a hot selling item that you, know, you probably lost you know, a chance to do something. They stopped selling the lower, the lower um, Gigabyte version. So it stops on a 16 gig. Probably because yeah. no one wanted it. So the, you, you, oh. Ian, Ian, to be to be fair, yeah, I wasn't in. The, I was I was uh, outside the marquee uh, while you were DJing. We, we quite a lot of us, were, you know, just sitting outside and chilling. Oh, oh when more tits up. And then, Did you ever going a bit tits up with the uh, oh, with with yeah. And and I and, and we were saying, oh, there's somebody, you know, you know, let's save face here. Exactly. It's, it can't be Ian DJing. That beat matching is dead dodgy. And we didn't know what was going on. And so we're like, what the fuck's going on with that? And the beat matching was all over the fucking place. And yeah. Like, oh, must be somebody else having a go and just sucking at it. Um, what the fuck is that? And uh, and and that explains it. It's black. It's you know. And that's the thing. That's a fairly fundamental thing, right? You you, you say to somebody, "Here you go. Here's a bit of kit," um, and you know they turn up. They they're not a DJ, obviously, 
and and yeah, it is. I mean, not only that, it's it's you know, I'll bring a point to them, like you know, it's you you don't expect yeah it to crash halfway through completely, and not only just crash the application, crash the whole blade device, reboot the device, you know, and I wasn't doing anything crazy. I was just trying to mix. It was impossible. It was literally. It was impossible to mix with this thing, you know. Were they like crazy beats? No, no, though, no. It was, it was, it was trance. It was, you know, four to four beats. It was nothing special, and that's the thing. So the stuff that you heard that was actually was actually, you know, you know mixing was my pacemaker, not, um, not the not the the um, pacemaker application on the playbook. So I don't know. I just I'm just upset. Well, not upset. I'm just I'm annoyed about the whole thing because I you know, I wanted to actually, you know, my remit was to play music that everyone could like chill out and talk to, and they pushed me and said, no, could you? We want to play something. We want to show off the pacemaker, show off the the application. So I did that, and and then they shout at me. Well, they then they go get all crazy on me because. You know, I did do what they said, and they didn't actually give it to me before. So I pushed it a little bit, and it just was it was not fit for perfect, perfect fit for purpose. It's pretty straightforward. So I'm just reading. I'm just reading the comments on. I mean, sorry, there's one thing I have to say, which is you need more. Uh, um, uh, a more vocal house, but that's a, that's a separate issue. Now I'm just reading the comments on your blog post, and some and one of the comments is, "Yeah, mass storage works fine for yeah. me on Windows Vista, exactly. Linux, and that's Windows." That's always good exactly. advice. Exactly. It's like, so I mean, it's just like, you... I mean, seriously, USB yeah. mass storage that only works with some with with Windows. How the fuck does that work? Exactly. I mean, you know, you can plug fucking USB mass storage into any of I know, I know. It's just like, I mean, and this is the problem. It's it's the problem with the actual playbook. You know, if it doesn't do that properly, then this it's fucking it's fucked. And this is why it's fucked completely. You know, no wonder no one's fire. You may have discovered the truth. Discovered the truth. And the thing about it is that the, the the pacemaker guys. Yeah, as much as like, I mean, so the comments uh, are from the pacemaker guys, and they will admit that they've, you know, they're, they're literally on a crappy platform. But you can tell, yeah, I've had private emails back with them, and you can tell they're they're just riding that. They obviously be paid by Rim a fuckload of money just to build it for this platform, and once the contract's up, they're gone. I don't blame them. You know. I'm surprised. I mean, I'm surprised that there hasn't been a, a really good multi platform uh, touch screen no, it's, it's a latency. for iOS it's a latency and Android of, of and, you know, everything else. It's, it's, it's um, not, it's, it's not, even, platform, but it's, not know, good... it's, it's not just, it's not just, it's not the operating system. It's really, I mean, tablets have latency and to do. DJ, and you don't you don't want any latency, and that's why you know belt you know direct control is better than the belt. You know what I mean? True, um, but people are using 
Yeah, but on the you know there are people who are using uh, um, I guess for scratching and stuff. Yeah, it's, 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 issue, a, it's but, a problem. It's a um, yeah. I don't know the the pacemaker hardware seems like a really nice bit of kit, and it's a shame that yeah they you know that it's just proved it uneconomical to sell that because or, it wasn't actually know, good for anything. Uh, I I must admit, um, uh, Apple did a really thing. I mean, they they pushed up the popularity of something that doesn't actually have much use and everybody trying to copy tablets has discovered that slightly weaker variants are even more useless uh, and uh, I, I think Apple has been brilliant to be useless? honest I think they've pretty much they're not actually tablets are really not much good for anything but the only ones that are at all tolerable in use is the iPad and everyone else has thought, oh, I know, what we'll do is we'll do a cut or, price version. And they've ended up to just be totally miss the mark. Days, and be... This is the point, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then they may as well just be a laptop. I mean, the, the thing is, it, it, it's a sort of trick because I, I think people thought, oh, I know, we can, you know we, can, we can undercut Apple here and, oh, there's all this market we can take. And there isn't. There just hasn't been. It just doesn't exist. Apparently, there's, apparently there's no, an apparently iPad Kindle Fire is a popular Android platform, although they mentioned nothing to do with that, uh, with, with Android. But that's just something I've heard. Yeah, but they don't they don't sell it as an Android device. They well, they run the Android OS. Device. In the, it's sort of it, it's to do with it's 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 to Android as yeah. as, uh, as I don't anyway, know, iOS. Uh, that, is, that was yeah. that was that was the point. Should we, should we move everyone? Should we end it? What was the last topic? Sorry, by the way. It's a couple of things. Uh, the the Jubilee! Jubilee. Oh, Yay! Yeah. Next week, then, to talk about when it's over. Um, but you're going to rant about it anyway, so leave it. You can rant about facts rather than rumours. And Jubilee... The only one thing I say about the Jubilee is the concert. Forget, forget the BBC reporting the concert. Are we saying that's all we can do in the UK is madness? Um, Gary, Cheryl, bloody Cole... Oh, it's a queen. Queen. Was... This, is JLS. this is what I didn't get about this, right? You had Stevie Wonder, <laughs> right? Stevie Wonder, who has played with George Benson, Herbie Hancock, oh, and he gets second billing to JL fucking ass. That's just wrong. proves that this country. The, is the only thing so that was good about was Sharon. And that's not even the sort of music I like, and that was the only thing that was good on it, in my opinion. Ed Sheeran. Who is that? He was the one. He was the little ginger bloke that just came out with his little guitar. Okay, okay. I I didn't see the concert. It's the only decent bit of modern music they played, and it it, it was a bit close to the bone. Bless it. It was about waifs and strays and um, hard drug addiction. It was the only decent song. Everything else. Everything else. uh, But. But then again, it was it was very much you know a lot of people are thinking, well, the Queen is just a representative of the old colonial past glories, and if you're going to celebrate that, why not just get the old past well, glories? Should just stuff. be playing Elgar well, then. I think Beatles and um, <laughs> run out of Elgar very quickly. <laughs> most of it's pretty anyway, dull. That's it. This is what I don't. This is what I don't get about the, the the jubilee thing and the royal family. Is if you sit down and explain it to anyone, just just 
purely on facts. You just say you are celebrating the 60th of uh, six years of rule by an unelected person who is also the head of a state church. Most people will say, <laughs> "What the fuck?" Where? You know, um, and I just I cannot get my head around how everyone has just gotten romanticised all this bullshit about the monarchy. Um, for me, it boils down to something very, very simple. You have the head of a the head of a state is also the head of a church, and the church which discriminates discriminates against women, discriminates against gay people. And you have this woman who is the head of that, and is also the head of the state. So, no, not not my not my ball. No, but the other argument is who do you want to head of state? Not interested. Uh, profoundly disagree with that. Yeah, John Prescott, two jacks. Uh, yes, yes, he'd, he'd fucking he'd fucking turn up at international meetings and punch him in the face. Take that lights off. Which would be brilliant. Right hook. Nice. Yeah. So. You wouldn't be happy, right? Like an idiot tries to chuck an egg at him. He'd probably miss, but... It'd be brilliant. You know? No, just... uh, The whole thing has just been a celebration of absolutely everything that's awful about this country. Just mindless patriotism and deference and bloody awfulness. And it can all go fuck itself. And the worst bit of it is the fact that all these twats have been saying that anyone who just doesn't show absolute loyalty and devotion to the stupid charade is joyless. Oh, their life must be so, so joyless because they're not joining in with this wonderful celebration. Oh, fuck off. My life has plenty of joy. It comes from family and friends and, you know, all sorts of things which actually do give me joy. But seeing, you know, this old woman who's there just because of this... Oh, God, it's not a Monty Python. <laughs> I just... Oh, it's, it's, it, it can all go to Fast and aquatic ceremony. It's, it's just a precursor for the awfulness that will be the Olympics. And, oh, I just... So, now. you don't like it No, I don't have a problem with her as a person. I have a problem with the whole thing. The, the whole monarchy, jubilee, it's all just... So it'll go away until she'll probably last till 90 or something, so we'll have to do 70 or 75 or whatever. I, I, I hope she lasts for a long time, but that's only because she's marginally better than that twat face of a son. Uh, <laughs> bloody and coffee animals and you know ridiculous carbuncles and uh, uh, they all need to uh, they're, they're, there's only one the queen yeah she has she's she's on some some respect she can live out her life and the rest of them just need to be doused in acid a lot of them they're all fucking right a little harsh but yeah. and we won't hear that on the BBC because they've been completely different uh, just, uh, I'm, you know I'm surprised about? I'm surprised they didn't have the sex pistols at the fucking palace. It would have been a fitting, a fitting end for the just sheer awfulness. 
you know, have the sex pistols turn Go off real time God save the queen. She ain't, quite, uh, she ain't no human being. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be ironic. Uh, it'd be she treat, she calls the queen. I reckon. <laughs> let's let's, let's oh, support this fucking now. Let's throw it into the Thames <laughs> and watch it sink. Uh, well, I think Tom's rained on my parade even more. <laughs> can, can we call? Can we call this uh, this issue the uh, yes. classical aquatic ceremony? Absolutely. Oh, fuck okay. that's over. <laughs> Your jubilee is a classical aquatic ceremony. Right, let's wrap this up. Who got left? Nobody. Like, well, <laughs> well, four of us. That's a surprise. So we've managed to scare off everybody, and um, except the hardcore regulars. Um, so, so, uh, so we we have to thank in our censure, uh, Alan. Uh, who else is? That's it. Sergey. Uh, Andy Piper, anybody else? That's it. So, okay, thank you, Andy Piper, thank you, Sergey, and thank you, Alan. Um, and uh, that only leaves. Good. Uh, yep. good evening, everyone, Dan. and hope to speak to you soon. Um, Abiza, want to say goodbye? Good uh, evening, everyone, and likewise, Ethan? I hope to speak to you soon. Uh, good evening, and. And Ian Forrester. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say goodbye. 15 minutes or less. <laughs> <laughs> and no, 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 I have only one thing to say, which is go fuck yourself. Bye.